0: that's it we're done that's it you obliterated the thrilling ending kevin Formulated.
1: well yeah that's what hulks do we smash things bruce smashes buildings i smash fourth walls and bad endings and sometimes Matt murdoch and here we go it's the comic 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 book, book. man you come right out of a car
0: Welcome back. This is the comic book bullies. Welcome. This is Eli, aka Laurie Strode's nuts. <laughs> Sorry,
1: I'm not used to this. <laughs> okay. That's the whole oh, yeah. point. <laughs> Catch you off guard. Yeah. And this is Leroy, aka Corey Cunningham.
2: <laughs> oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Starting already. We're already get off to the races.
0: You're already pissing me off. <laughs>
1: if you don't know what that means then stop this podcast and maybe go back or if you don't give a shit just keep watching <laughs> all right yeah so like i said we you're gonna jump into it because we got a full show bunch of stuff jumping on the day uh ila i'm gonna let you start it off because like i said okay. we gotta pay our respects i'm gonna let you oh, start off yeah, from the beginning. Yeah,
0: yeah let me get this out of the way hopefully i don't fucking lose it because this one hurts um so sad news you know um uh jeff barnaby native filmmaker who directed blood quantum one of my favorite recent horror movies passed away from cancer shockingly i had no idea very shocking um and yeah this, this it, it was a. Uh, it's been a bummer um he he was like one of the leaders in this new wave of native representation in the media we have all these new tv shows and movies featuring indigenous you know, actors and actresses appearing in you know these new media, and um, he was kind of leader in that. Uh, and he pushed the boundaries, you know, as far as native re- representation. He expanded into genre movies. Yes, Blood Quantum was native horror. It's a native zombie movie. His other was movie, that his
1: was that his first movie?
0: No, that was a second movie. His first movie was called Rhymes for Young Ghouls. Um, another great movie, very dark revenge thriller involving residential schools, um, but it was, you know, so he was tackling these very dark subjects and, uh, but, you know, making them sort of cathartic. And it was, like I said, it was like a revenge thriller. It actually had a lot of dark humor in it. Um, so yeah, he was, his movies were very bold and he pushed the boundaries, very subversive. And he challenged the way people thought of natives and, and native representation. Um, and stereotypes and all that. Um, and he seemed really cool because he, I mean, this is during, and that's the thing about blood quantum, the pandemic happened, COVID hit and no movies were released in the theater. So blood quantum went on streaming right away. It's the reason why I got shutter was to watch blood quantum. Now,
1: uh, pandemic aside, was blood quantum planning to go to the theaters?
0: It, yeah, it it had gotten, it was planned on going in because it was released in Canada. It was in, he was from Canada. Um, so it was going to get a wide release here, hoping it would get like one of those like limited releases in the States and shit. And in fact, there was a screening going to be shown at a museum in Minneapolis where they were going to, it was going to be a Q and A. I think he was going to even be there. And this is back when the Geek Savs I used to do that podcast, you know, the Native Nerds podcast, Geek Savs. we were planning on going, but then COVID hit, it got canceled. The movie went to streaming, um. So yeah, but I remember he they had like a, on Twitter, they had like a group watch or whatever, the online group watch or whatever you call it. Um, and you could live tweet and he was actually answering and replying to a lot of my comments. So he seemed cool. Um so yeah, and he was he he loved genre movies, he loved horror, he loved sci-fi. Um so yeah, I was really looking forward to what he was gonna do next. So hearing that he passed the other day was quite shocking i was like wow we lost a really a a new strong indigenous voice artistic voice you know that was expanding you know indigenous representation so quite sad i i i've been kind of bummed out you know fat t shout out to fat he's the one who told me he texted me he said he actually shed a tear you know um because how bummed out he was you know um because yeah i mean we we've covered i've of course, that was back when Geek Saz was still going on. We had to know a whole episode dedicated to Blood Quantum. I've written reviews on Blood Quantum. I've written... listened to
1: it, yeah. <laughs> think pieces
0: on Blood Quantum. Um, I cannot say enough great things about Blood Quantum and how much I love that movie. Um, so, yeah, I was... It, it, it sucks and I... Like I said, I was really looking forward to what he was going to do next because he was talking about doing some kind of sci-fi cosmic horror featuring Native. I'm like, fuck yeah, that would have been awesome, but sadly um you know hopefully somebody else makes it or something you know so maybe he's got a script somewhere and somebody else makes it but but a good journey brother you know we we got his art to remember so yeah very kind of sad about this
1: one okay yeah uh like i said we got one more we got one more uh like i said we got to talk about it briefly Mm -hmm. now i don't know how much you know about Angela Lansbury, Angela Lansbury did pass.
0: I know who she is.
1: You know who she is. Okay. Now, as far as Angela Lansbury, Lansbury, maybe people don't know who she is, but if you do know who she is and you're about my age, that means that you were kept by your granny when you were growing up. So yes, I know she is because she was on that. <laughs> she was on the number one show. Uh, murder. She wrote lasted for like what? 15 seasons. It was like on that. a that lot. Is, it
0: was a while. It was
1: a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it just kept going forever. Like murder. She wrote. And the funny thing about it, like, uh, Every, for people who don't know the plot of Murder She Wrote, basically she was a writer, or like a murder writer, and she just went from town to town solving mysteries and murders where everybody went. So the show lasted 15 years with her like that. Everywhere she went, somebody ended up dying where she went. So that should tell you who the killer was. It was, it was probably her, but whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was trying so. to think,
0: what did I, I, I think she was in A Company of Wolves. It's a, it's a werewolf movie from the 80s. I think she was in that. I might be the only thing I know her from. Like I've actually, because I never, I've seen Murder She Wrote on TV, but I never like really watched it. But um, I'm sure I've seen her in other things. But as far as like Company of Wolves, the werewolf movie, that that's the only thing I can think of right now off the top.
1: You know. I mean, they say she had been acting for she had her career was 75 years long, so she had been like acting. what so in
0: you, her I'm, 90s, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, like late 90s. Yeah, <laughs> <When, laughs> she's up yeah. there, yeah. She was up there, so yeah. Matter of fact, she, like I was saying, like, Mercury was in the 80s, and she was old then. So, yeah. So, rest in peace to Angela Lansbury. Okay, so now we just jump into the podcast. We can get right oh, into it. Oh, and I bet,
0: I just want to mention real quick, mm-hmm. uh, Ted White, he was one of the Jasons and I think, Part 4. He played Jason in Friday the 13th Part 4. Was he, he Jason, passed-
1: or was he Michael Myers?
0: No, he was Jason.
1: He was Jason. Okay, okay, cool.
0: Yeah. Um he was Jason in Friday the 13th part 4, I believe. He passed away too. But he was like in his like he was up there too. He was like in his 80s too. But he was a stunt man.
1: Yeah. He like played we in a forget bunch of those movies came out 40 years ago. Yeah,
0: yeah. he was a stunt man. He played like through the 50s and 60s. He played in a lot of westerns and you know, one of those guys in the background that the hero beats up. He was one of those guys, but he he played Jason in 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 Friday the 13th and he he was a regular at all the horror cons, so that's another big uh, loss for the horror community. Uh, so, that's so a good journey to him.
1: Yeah, uh, good transition. Because speaking of horror, <laughs> we both saw a horror movie this week, if you want to call it that.
0: A horrible <laughs> movie, you
1: mean? Horrible with that, that too. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, we saw Halloween Ends at Peacock, so this supposed to be the end of the epic Halloween trilogy of the twenty twenties that came well the other one came out in 2018, but you get you get my, you get my point. Yeah. So yeah, that's going on right now. So this was the final movie. For those who don't know, if you didn't watch it in theaters, it is on Peacock right now. It dropped not only the same day; I think it dropped a day before. So yeah, if you want to yeah. watch it, it's there. You know, I
0: watched it Thursday night.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the the thrilling conclusion. Now, like I said, since this is horror, this is your wheelhouse, eli I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna let you do the honors. Just do what you do
0: this, just just get it off my chest.
1: <laughs> off your chest i i i have i have some notes i have some notes but i'm gonna it depends on what you say because if you cover what i have to say then i'm just leave it alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um well as for for the people who've seen this movie you pretty much well know that this is a very divisive movie people hate this movie there are people who do like it hmm. um I don't know what kind of movie you saw, but I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I really was disappointed in this. Um, I was really bored with this movie. I It was nothing I wanted out of a Halloween movie. Um, I did not give two shits what was going on most through most of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was pretty, yeah, I just... Just straight up, just hate. I this, this movie sucks, you know. Um, and I've been ranting all weekend about it. Um, yeah, the, Michael Myers is barely in this. When he is, when he does show up, he's like old and decrepit. All of a sudden, he's old and decrepit. Like what the fuck? We he's Even been shot. Even though his
1: last movie, he was unstoppable. Yeah, he was John shot. Wick, basically. Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> shot and stabbed for decades. Nothing ever phased him. But all of a sudden, he's got a bum hip and needs help getting up and shit. I'm already I'm already already blood pressure is already raising (laughs) give
1: in to the hate
0: like there's that Laurie Strode who was the only thing who's the only thing that I was interested to see I'm just like wrecking the place here (laughs) yeah the only thing that interested me in this new series this new trilogy was badass Laurie Strode you know that she popped up in Halloween 2018 she's you know, badass, she's got this awesome house full of booby traps, she's fucking packing and, you know, you know, strapped on, you know, just ready for her final showdown with Michael Myers. I was like, that's what I was here for. We didn't get to see any of that in the last movie and we didn't get to see any of it in this movie until like the last five minutes. By that time, I barely gave a shit. This You're movie right. was basically about another poor fuck boy, Kyle you know, who gets bullied and now he becomes a raging asshole and, you know, we got to feel bad for these mass shooter assholes, Fox News bullshit. You know, you know, these, yeah, I I I couldn't stand it. Like, let's feel bad for the bullied white boy. It's like another Joker rehash, you know. And and, and, and I was like, I don't care about this. I don't give a shit about this. I'm sick of this, this emo whore. I'm sick of these new wave of horror movies where they're just long drawn out dramas with shitty garbage characters who act shitty to each other as a metaphor for depression or or trauma or whatever sad shit you know i'm sick of this shit they call it elevated horror i call it emo horror Mm because it's they're no fun to watch they're just sad fucking dramas i hate them all your hereditaries your witches your Fucking Lighthouse and midsummer. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm, Make horror fun again. This was such a fucking bummer to watch. And I was like, where the fuck is Michael Myers? Where the fuck is Laurie? You know, and I could see what they were doing. They were trying to expand on trauma and fear and how it affects the community and individuals and blah, 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 all this shit, you know, and him staring into the sewer, the abyss, staring into the abyss and the abyss, stairs, all that bullshit. I knew what they were doing. I didn't give a fuck. You know, I just didn't give a shit. Just entertain me. You know, you can be woke and express these grand ideas, but goddamn entertain me. Don't be pretentious bullshit, you know, I, and that's what I felt this was. They were trying to like be elevated and like, you know, and I didn't give a shit. I just want to see Lori and Michael throw down finally. And they finally did in the last five minutes. By that time, I was like, is this over yet? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I didn't give a shit about, yeah, Corey, whatever the fuck his name was, you know, (laughs) poor little white boy. He had his life was so rough, and now he's an asshole who turned evil, even though he didn't even go to jail for killing that kid. What the fuck?
1: (laughs) But They they explained it. He... (laughs) Got all yeah, I know. I know Rittenhouse.
0: Yeah, I know Rittenhouse. He got away with it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, fuck this shit. You know, I didn't care about Lori's granddaughter who falls in love with them. And I'm like, yeah, there's just so much going on in this movie that I didn't give a shit about. You know, and it didn't give me the one thing that I wanted until the end. You know. Um, and and, and it's like that's the thing I keep thinking about. Like, all I wanted to see was Laurie kick Michael Myers' ass. And that being said halloween 2018 gave me just that we right. got to see laurie be a badass she overcomes her past fears and murks michael myers in her dope ass death trap house it should have ended there you know so basically she you're saying these,
1: this trilogy didn't need to exist
0: it, no The second movie, yeah, they go into the next movie about all these legacy characters that I don't give a shit about. The flashbacks with the sheriff that I didn't give a shit about. Laurie doesn't do shit, but lay in bed. You know, we get more drama with people that I don't care about, you know. And then we go into this movie. Drama with people I don't give a shit about. You know, the people that I wanted to see get sidelined. You know, Laurie and Michael Myers didn't do a goddamn thing, you know, (laughs) in this fucking movie. You know, and the kills, I got to admit, yeah, some of the kills, I, Michael Myers didn't do them though.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs)
0: But he (laughs) trained the other
1: guy to do it, I guess, or some shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, his his spirit or essence or whatever the fuck transferred Mm -hmm. over, I don't know. You know, micromanaging, you know, he was was there. I'm I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of trying to explain why Michael Myers is evil or whatever. We don't need to know why Michael Myers is evil. It's scarier if we don't know. You know what I mean? Like in the first movie, they don't explain why Michael Myers is this incarnate evil force. They don't explain it. It's just scarier that way. But they've been trying for decades to explain why Michael Myers is psycho. And all the reasons suck. You know, Rob Zombie, he's his reasons. Oh, his his mom was a stripper and his dad was a dick. So now he's evil. And these <laughs> all the sequels and shit about the, the cult of the pumpkin cock. And they raise this... <laughs> evil spirit through michael Myers. it's all stupid we don't need to know bring back the shape that's what he was referred to in the first movie the script the shape he had no there was no humanity he was just an unstoppable force you know we don't need to know why he's psycho or why he's evil you know but they keep trying to explain it and they keep fucking it up you know so yeah i fuck this movie
1: that's my review (laughs) (laughs) fuck this movie out of five okay (laughs) Oh man! All right. I guess I'll say what I have to say. Uh, I didn't hate this movie. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. <laughs> you see? Well, God That's why, like, like you said, like you said, you, you, you said it was divisive. I guess it was divisive. Now keep in mind, I'm not saying it was a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying, honestly, I thought it was interesting. The choices they took in the movie. Okay. You had Corey Cunningham. I'm like, okay. I didn't hate Corey Cunningham. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I get what they're trying to do with it. You know, at first I thought it, okay, I thought he was going to be like the first victim of Michael when he came back. But when you know, the scene opened up with what happened when, with the kid, I like, oh, okay. I was shocked. I
0: will admit, yeah. I was shocked. I was like, what the fuck?
1: Right. So the <laughs> moment that happened, I knew where the plot of the movie was going to go. Oh, okay, he's evil. Whatever. I, I honestly, I already knew that he was going to be the new guy. So for people that don't know, that haven't seen this movie, don't know what's going on. Michael Myers is not the main killer in this movie, or barely even a killer in this movie. He's kind of like special guests or some shit, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, it's really about Corey Cunningham. Corey Cunningham is the real killer of this movie, and Michael Michael Myers kind of like halfway trains him or some shit, or you some know. Shit. Goes on, yeah, goes on a few, you know, work schedules with them, and then just lets him loose or whatever. I guess it was a thing. He felt falls in love with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter, Lori Stroh's uh, granddaughter, granddaughter. You know, they yeah. had a little love story that really didn't go anywhere i thought i was gonna go somewhere with that like she was gonna reveal like maybe the granddaughter was gonna kill her at the end none of that happened you know so they kind of like went nowhere so it had some interesting things going on but didn't go anywhere with it you know one thing i thought was funny like you said he got bullied he got bullied by the marching band i thought that was funny that's just me <laughs> yeah,
0: the, yeah the street crew marching band
1: Right, they were, like, drumming band and had, like... The like, band really? camp
0: posse, yeah.
1: Our new Michael Myers getting bullied by band geeks. Okay, that's... <laughs> yeah. I know it was all intentional, so that was funny.
0: drumline crew. <laughs> DLC! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, Eli, no matter what score I give it, I have to raise a point for this, for doing this. Now, if people don't know what this is...
0: Oh, that's now, right. Ain't that chicken, like... Uh... She's one of the housewives. She's one shit. of the
1: housewives, right? Yeah. So they she's reenacted Wall, that yeah. scene, that meme in the movie because she's from the housewives, but she's from the original movie also.
0: Yeah. She was so. a little girl. She's Lindsay Wallace. In the she's Lindsay movie. Wallace
1: she was a little girl, right? It, she didn't do anything in this movie. She was just there. So yeah. She's, I, it's like she's only there to just do that meme. So yeah.
0: Yeah. She's only there to, ooh, we got old characters back that you forgot about that even ever existed.
1: That barely and, remembered, and, right? Uh, and
0: <laughs> now they're back because we're trying to be, do shit that no one cares about yeah <laughs> they should have just brought back Buster rhyme shit that would have been a better movie.
1: <laughs> what did he say like trick-or-treat motherfucker? i can't remember what he said in that movie <laughs> yeah
0: now that movie i hated that movie but that's looking way better now
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just over should the he, top it was like really 2000s you
0: even know. rob zombies movies are looking better now <laughs> <laughs> and i hated those
1: too so so that's my thing so will i watch this movie again no i will never watch this movie again eli i am i like you this movie this this franchise after the 2018 didn't need to exist we got our conclusion we got our uh uh laurie strode versus michael myers fight and it was satisfying it was a satisfying conclusion yeah epic conclusion for me and i like and then when i came out of the movie, the i was like man that was an epic conclusion to the final fight then it had another movie then they had another movie i'm like why are you cranking out these movies so that's why i give this movie at least a little a little bit of credit for trying to do something different because it would have gave us another just michael Myers, just stab 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 for like another 90 minutes i would have got bored that's what happened last movie i got bored
0: yeah they you know, at least they tried swing. to do something i'll yeah. give them yeah i'll give them they hey you got props for taking that big swing but you missed
1: <laughs> you, they missed They, i, I agree with you 100 on that they missed but I give them credit. Yeah. They try. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> A for and, effort.
0: You know. and yes, I saw all the Easter eggs, the little references to old movies. The, they're watching The Thing in the first movie. Like uh, mm-hmm. in the beginning, the kids watching John, Carper's, John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm-hmm. In the original Halloween, which John Carpenter directed, they're watching the original Thing back in 78. So like I I see all the references and the and yeah, the Dead Kennedy songs and the Cramp songs and the music like John Carpenter's score was dope, you know, and all the the cool songs like yeah, you're putting all these cool songs in this shitty ass movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So it's almost um, like they tried to do a season of the witch, but they didn't want to do a season of the witch.
0: I think that yeah, I think they were trying to do that. They were let's do something totally different. Um and yeah, and fucked it all up.
1: <laughs> right. Because if Michael Myers wasn't in this movie, nobody would have saw it. just Just Corey Cunningham. Because this killed is... Him, you
0: know? And I'm, I'm going to say it, yeah. They ripped off Jason Goes to Hell. They ripped off Friday the 13th Part 5.
1: That, that's know? what I was about to say. That's about to say. Because, yeah. like I said, I'm not the horror aficionado you are, but I've seen this trope of evil transferring to somebody else and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. that shit, yeah.
0: This is the first power. This is Shocker. Yeah, The or Fallen. What was that? Denzel movie, Fallen, where the, the spirit is... Jumping through the spirit of the killers, jumping and possessing people yeah. and they're killing. I, that's what I was just that that is gonna be. Or, or yeah. maybe
1: the spirit was always within Corey the whole time. Or and, some shit, or yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's what might recognize the kindred spirit or some shit, you know. Whatever. Whatever, so.
0: whatever. I don't give a
1: fuck. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> fuck so, Corey. like I said, it, it, it's a bad movie. I don't don't think we're disagreeing on the quality of this movie. It is a bad movie. I'm just saying when I watched it, I was like, eh, okay. I can watch it, it's yeah. watchable.
0: Yeah, I was I was rolling my eyes. So like, uh, <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> and then, like yeah. I
1: said, you had a conclusion with and, and and the fight between Michael Myers and and Laurie which I imagine is supposed to be the final fight, even though they keep saying it's the final fight is. But yeah, well, I'm they pretty sure it's him, the final. They fight. threw him
0: in the grinder or whatever and ground up. His right, body and you and saw and his shit, like
1: skull crush and shit yeah, like, and that. All all like that. Like really can't come back from like, that, that. But is
0: his is his essence gonna you know is it gonna be a haunted? Uh, junkyard now, or some shit.
1: oh, it was an imposter copycat the whole time, and he was really out there the whole time, you know. Yeah, shit. it was a
0: scroll or
1: something. <laughs> yeah, some shit. That, if they want to come back, they'll come back, you
0: know? <laughs> they'll say something, but yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, I was really disappointed. And the more I think about it, like, man, yeah, this, yeah, it just angered me. me. I was like, you, really you know, angry. you
1: know what it is, Eli. Here's the thing because you had high expectations for this movie. No, I didn't,
0: I thought okay. this movie was gonna suck, and it turned okay. out way worse, it's way worse. <laughs>
1: Well, I thought the movie was going to suck, and I was like, well, it did, but not quite as much as I thought it
0: was. God damn, I'm impressed at how movie this sucks, how much this movie's <laughs> shitty is, and shit. Like,
1: I, I, I put it like this. i put it like this. I like this better than Kills.
0: I was like, wow.
1: Did you? Yeah, I like it better than Kills. I hated Kills. I fucking hated Kills. I'm like, I, why am I watching this shit? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> They're both bad movies, so it's like you, you pick your poison. You know?
0: I might just exhaust myself trying to think of what
1: <laughs> Right. <laughs>
0: yeah uh, I saying, it should, nuts, which one you want yeah it should have had yeah it should have ended with 2018 because that gave me what, ended what with i wanted 2018. Yeah. there was
1: a satisfying conclusion to yeah. this franchise and they could have just rebooted with c- cunning calling cunning whatever fuck this motherfucker's name is <laughs> in a whole nother franchise and just keep going you know
0: yeah corky romano or whatever the fuck his name
1: yeah was. whatever his name is <laughs> shit <laughs> all right so let's move on past it i'm gonna slap score on, i'm gonna slap score on. Not a fuck this movie out of five. I'm gonna get a real score. I'm gonna give it a it's a 2.5 out of five for me because it's right down the middle. Slice in half. That's what I'll
0: give it a 0.5.
1: Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't even give a snuff movie that low, man. Damn. (laughs) That's
0: yeah. Uh and the and the point five is like the you know, the candy that I ate while watching. (laughs) damn that's the only thing i enjoy like damn these reese's pieces are good
1: okay i, I was like you better not say candy corn i'm like my score is gonna get lower you say that shit. oh candy
0: corn yeah that shit gets stuck mm-hmm. in my teeth i can't
1: do that shit. <laughs> all right so i'm gonna just move on to the next one all right now we're gonna talk marvel not another horror movie uh we're just gonna talk the she hulk finale it happened oh, this week this is it yeah. it's a wrap so just wanna just give my thoughts about it here's my thing I'm going to defend this finale because I think a lot of now, whether you like the, the show or like the finale or not, I want to defend it because I think a lot of people are missing the point of what the finale was supposed to be.
0: Imagine.
1: I'm, I just heard I'm, myself. I'm,
0: yeah, I'm sharing the, uh,
1: the okay. I'm sharing
0: the uh, is this? The one? Yeah, I'm sharing the link. Sorry.
1: Okay, go for it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so the point I'm trying to make is with this that I think people are missing the point that when She-Hulk jumped out of her her show and then jumped into you know marvel studios to talk to kevin feige or kevin robot or whatever what the fuck was going on is that she was not throwing her show under the bus she was not saying my writers suck my show suck fix this shit that's not what she was doing what she was doing was throwing the mcu under the bus because the thing was what she said when she went to the writer room they was like we didn't write this shit kevin wrote this shit And what Kevin was doing, since he's a robot, since he's a formula, he's all this shit like that, he was actually just writing the same ending he was writing for every fucking movie and show he's ever written. So it was throwing every Marvel third act and every Marvel ending under the bus. Because the She-Hulk finale was four things. It was four things if you really think about it. The beginning of it was Incredible Hulk intro. Okay, cool. After that, it was a regular MCU third act everybody CGI fight fighting over McGuffin, dude got the same powers as her, you got to fight that, blah 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 bullshit, whatever. Third act was Matrix Reloaded, that's what it was. I don't know if people made the connection about it, but it was basically the oh, ending yeah. of Matrix Reloaded, yeah. yeah. Kevin Feige was the architect, if anybody mm-hmm. didn't catch that connection, yeah. And the ending was Fast and Furious, the cookout scene, that's all it was. Hulk even had a Vin Diesel Don Ferrito uh, like <laughs> tank top on. You know, <laughs> so that's my thing where people. So let me get back to what I was saying. So the reason she was throwing the MCU under the bus and the reason she got Kevin to change the ending because what they were doing with the little stretch where Hulk shows up, Abominations shows up, Titanic shows up, uh bro, dude, bro, Hulk shows up. It was just a CGI shit fest that we normally see at every single uh, MCU movie. And the reason it is because that's the formula that the MCU uses. So what this was trying to do was book the formula. It was like, we don't need to do that. What is but the she unwritten that rule? Up, saying,
0: what, why yeah. why is that happening? Why, how did Bruce come from space? And this right. doesn't make sense, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. But but the she, thing she is, she calls
0: it out. Yeah.
1: Right. She calls it out, and the reason the reason is happening is because that's what always happens. Like we don't need that. The story is the story. We don't have to throw out. We don't have to be the MCU cameo hour. Like I don't need Bruce here to fight my battles. I can yeah. do it because it's my show. I know. Like Marvel normally has just fight scene after fight scene and cameo after cameo. But remember, she kept saying, this is my show. She's trying to take back control of her show, saying that's what she did. So I don't know why people are saying it was just random for random sake. It wasn't random for random sake. It was a she's point. She's the whole time. She's been doing it. She did it, but not to this level. Like, she'll wink at yeah. the camera stuff like that, say it's the camera, but just hop out of the show and go to this. Yes, this is going over the board. But I'm trying to say that, in my opinion, I don't think it was Jumping the Shark. A lot of people think it was Jumping the Shark. I don't think that. I think it was on brand. And like I said, and she was trying to make a commentary to the Marvel fan base, like just like just like uh the comment section we've been hearing about the comment section that she's been fighting the whole time, like uh the MCU and why do we need Girl Hulk and where's the He Hulk? You know these these assholes that don't yeah, even yeah, get yeah. the point that the whole show is making fun of them. She turned into the comment section What she did is bring up the same comments that actually Marvel fans bring up and legitimate criticisms that they bring up. Why is Marvel so sexless? bring me back dead of she will she don't want matt murdoch she wants meet murdoch you know she wants that guy you know uh why does you know where the x-men you know actual comments that she want why does every mcu movie in the same way these are things that everybody says even marvel fans so mm-hmm. i don't see why the why what's wrong with this show taking the time out to address that to let them because the boys make fun of marvel all the time the comment section make fun of all the time hell we make fun of marvel all the time so why can't marvel make fun of marvel I don't, see, I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, and I know a bunch of uh, nerds really tight in their ass. With, well, if she just jump out the show, why don't she do that when they fight Kane? You motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to explain that, the reason she can't do that. Because, first off.
0: The answer is, who gives a shit?
1: <laughs> that is the answer, who gives a shit. But I'm going to explain it. I'm going to explain it just so these fanboys can get 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 off get it off their chest. The reason she can't do it again, because she didn't change the MCU ending of her show. Kevin did and kevin told her to fuck off after he did it so she can't do it again boom that's the thing so we can explain that so that's all i had to say about it i know people are bitching about it uh it could have been written a little bit better because i do think at the end they should have showed that kevin still had power over her like uh, first she said hulk don't need to be in my show but i'm gonna introduce him and when hulk shows up she could have looked at the camera and be like kevin what the fuck you know you hijacking my show again but she didn't do that so like i said overall what do i think about this show it wasn't the best Marvel show. wasn't the worst Marvel show. It was mid, and sometimes mid is okay. Nothing wrong with that.
0: Again, I thought it was funny. I, it yeah. made me laugh. It, it had moments. It had moments. Yeah. I'm just talking about yeah.
1: overall. Like you take some individual episodes, it's cool. But when you look for one through nine episodes, kind of mid, but that's yeah. okay.
0: I mean, some and, some you know episodes were better than others, but for the most part, I enjoyed the show and I enjoyed the finale. It made me laugh. I got all the Easter eggs. I got what they were trying to do of poking fun at itself, poking fun at mm-hmm. Marvel movies, and poking fun at the fans and all that. I, I that's what I liked about it, you know. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, I thought it was funny. It was like trolling, almost like trolling itself or trolling right. the fans, you know. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I I thought it was fun, you know, in Scar looking all all, like, meek and shit.
1: <laughs> right. It was just like, what? Okay. He's all
0: right, just like, yes. oh, here's my son. He's just like...
1: I don't want to be here, like, dude. That's yeah, what it look like. He, like, what the fuck? He,
0: say, he doesn't say it. Just like this blank expression on his face and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm saying, like, what I, what, what, what I can't, I keep saying that, that this show and I think Harley Quinn sort of is deconstructing the tough guy male hero stereotype. That, that motif of tough guy, tough male, urgh, and them getting angry and, you know, making them go on rampages and, um, you know, you know, trying to become Michael Myers.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> or Corey or Cor- <laughs> Cunningham.
0: Yeah. Or Cor- yeah, your Corey Cunninghams, you know, <laughs> you know, throwing hissy fits and mantrums and punching walls. and Oh, my life sucks and every one's going to pay. I think they're de- deconstructing those ideas. And I think it's funny, you know. So, yeah, and so, so to introduce Scar, the Hulk's barbarian son, he's basically a green Conan. Right, well, that's how <laughs> so, he was
1: invented. right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, to have him show up, hair all slicked back, looking like a Hare Krishna, and just like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was like, that's Scar.
1: Like, with a main bun? Okay. Yeah,
0: and I could, tell, I could just see the, you know, you just know that all the fucking fanboys, what the fuck, they ruined Scar, uh, like
1: well first off they never heard of him. <laughs> they just googled him and saw how he looks in the comic. oh he looks at like conan they look like that oh then they get angry yeah. but let me find something to get angry over you know
0: yeah I like i said because we know these
1: youtubers these angry they got to stay on brand but it was so such an afterthought
0: she because she kept saying that we're not here for the cameras oh hey here's my son
1: right and that's why i say that i almost think eli that this ending was too clever for marvel fans because what they were trying to do was trying to, like I said, buck the trend of the normal Marvel ending. And what it and, and she even looks at the camera when all this crazy shit was going on. Is this what you want? Is this what you asked for? But then when you look at the comment section, it sounds like that is what fans want. Yeah.
0: We want they bang, want bang Yeah. You know, smashy smash, bang, smash bang,
1: CGI shit fest all, all over the place. Shit, yes. They want it. they want abomination to show up, they want red hulk to show up, they want mm-hmm. a scar to show up, you know, Titanic, Daredevil, gets a little will show, Daredevil up and- show up, you know. And he did uh, show up right and
0: kick a bunch of ass and then got laid and they still bitched about that.
1: <laughs> right. They will they'll, they'll find something to bitch about. So that they want yeah. they wanted this big CG guy slug fest to be an hour long stuff like that, even though the show was purposely going against that. And then they would say, Well, if I would have wrote it, Scar would have showed up and would have fought abomination. Like you completely missed the point of what they were trying to do. Yeah. But that's for you
0: showed up and whipped out his dick and slapped the shit out of everybody <laughs> <laughs>
1: and
0: my dick would have been hard like yeah
1: <laughs> and, and that's the thing like it's the thing like with these with these pro, with these properties i don't think you are allowed to subvert expectations because if you do this is what happens
0: yeah 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 we've,
1: we've seen it too many times before. that's why i say <laughs> you're trying to be clever you're trying to you know go against the grain but at the end of the day yeah the fans the real fans they really want this they kind of just want the same shit over and over again
0: pretty much the last jedi yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't right. do your last jedi shit
1: right yeah. because the thing is like all these fans we've seen the message board we've seen the comments they have a checklist of the shit they want they've seen it we won't like i said if wolverine would have showed up at the end of this just for no fucking reason whatsoever people would have said it's the greatest shit ever like for yeah. no reason just would have showed Depends
0: up how wolverine showed up you yeah. know
1: <laughs> okay yeah not not a man bun and drinking you know boba yeah. or some shit like that we talking about like just i just drop out the sky uh yellow and and brown underwear you know say be just showed up shit. on
0: a motorcycle with cyclops
1: on the back right you know what, I mean? what the fuck they wouldn't know they wouldn't know what the fuck they would have said it was the greatest shit ever even though it would have made no sense whatsoever <laughs> he just, just showed up People would have said it's the greatest thing ever so just because it's 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 meeting expectation or exceeding expectation, well, that's expectations. expectation.
0: That's what's up with the the Deadpool trailer. You know, the Deadpool trailer went viral. Like, holy shit! Oh my god, the new Deadpool is gonna have Wolverine.
1: Ah, you know. Right. <laughs> and that's all they want. But see, even that got out of control. Can not people want everybody else? So if you bring it on uh, Wolverine, are we gonna get Cyclops? Are we gonna get Professor X? Are we gonna get Omega Red? Now they're just thinking it's just gonna be just under, under the X Men movie. So now if it's just Wolverine by itself in a Deadpool movie, they're gonna be disappointed. If we don't get Mephisto or some shit, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: That's first world that's, problems,
2: man.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the first world problem. But that's the thing. Like I said, it's She Hulk is something different. People got pissed off. Now, keep in mind, I'm just talking about the people that actually liked the the show overall and had a problem with the last episode. I'm not talking about the dickheads that didn't like any of it and just bitch about everything. I'm not. I'm not worried about you guys. Yeah. Or if anybody just didn't like it, if you just didn't like, it, you just didn't like it. And that's one thing I want to uh, make very clear everybody that didn't like this show is not automatically an incel. we need to just move away from that I don't know where that came from so
0: that's an internet th- like I said it's tribalism tribalism yeah. you know you you like what I we like what we like you like what you like I hate what you like you hate what I like fuck off fuck you that's pretty much how it is that's how the internet works and how's pretty much the country is right now
1: <laughs> yeah because so there were people that had actually legitimate criticism against liking this show, and that I can respect, you know. But if you're just a dickhead because oh I want a he Hulk instead of a she Hulk, fuck you, fuck off. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, what do we got next? Um, Did that? Did that? Did that? the bitch game section. Oh, let's,
2: yeah, talk wow. yeah, let's talk about
1: this right briefly. Yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah, we got a shitload of comics, so don't matter anyway. Uh, let's talk about this. We did talk about this briefly uh, a couple episodes ago. G four. TV is oh. dead again.
0: I first saw. I it, it said Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I thought that was
1: Grand Theft Auto. You wish.
0: Yes, okay. Grand Theft Auto Five is dead. I was like, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that game would well, that game would well, outlive us. <laughs> uh, yeah. So G four is dead again. Like they just they announced it on Twitter today. We're done. That's it. The people that worked there didn't even know. So they I found out they were fired. Yeah. yeah. Like, effectively, immediately we're done. We knew it was coming. Like I said, G4 TV felt like some shit in 2000. It, it felt like they were trying to bring 2005 back to 2022, which don't work. That shit was left back there for a reason, you know, without Olivia Munn. So that makes it even worse. Like, we're like, really, why are you existing? You know?
0: Well, that one chick was hot. I can't remember her name, though. Damn it.
1: <laughs> what, on the new show? <laughs> yeah. Not on the I new forget, show.
0: <laughs> I, forget, I forget the name of her, what her name was. I don't know. Uh, But yeah. No, we we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago when it was first, like, the you know. But, yeah, like, everyone's doing, we're doing what they're they're doing now.
1: Right. And we're low level. We're not talking about, like, the big guys that just really put them out. That's who put them out to begin with. IGN, Game Trailers, GameSpot. Like, they were doing the same thing with better equipment, faster, and more daily than they were. They crank out, like, some shit that was relevant, like, a week later. But, in it, nobody cares. So yeah. you can't move on TV time on YouTube. That shit got to go. That shit yeah. got to move fast.
0: I mean, yeah. I and mean, you didn't need to have a channel. They could right. just stay on YouTube. And in fact, if they did just stay, if it was just a YouTube channel, that's all they needed. They didn't well, have to go that's, on
1: That's what they TV. did. That's what they did now. Yeah. And no, they, they, they had yeah. a
0: channel. There was a channel designated for
1: them on TV. On what? you talking about like like now? Yeah. Or yeah. what channel? It was a G4 network. <laughs> it was a channel. No, I'm talking about like now in 2022. That was a yeah. G4.
0: In- yeah. Shit. yeah. I didn't know that. That's uh
1: yeah, you gotta generate revenue, man. <laughs> well, see, that's why I didn't know. Yeah, and I'm and I'm a gamer. <laughs> so <laughs> you tell me G4 TV is back and I didn't even know G4 TV and had, that's probably, had a TV channel.
0: That's probably why, because I remember they would throw up their streams on YouTube and it'd be like hours long and you know, because they're just basically streaming what was on. You know, the, the the channel, the live TV channel, right? And that'd be like three, four, five hours long of the, you know, I'm like, I, I
1: right now watch that. I mean? So yeah, so yeah, I mean, but hell, I didn't know about that. That's the thing. Because what they got to understand is that people that play video games all day don't watch TV. So putting <laughs> your shit on TV, you are just wasting our time, you know. TV is for murder she wrote, shit like that. We ain't gonna type all this shit. So yeah, uh, what i got next i guess we move past that. the shit i want to talk about well i really don't want to talk about this but i guess we'll talk about it so eli we are boycotting a game yeah Yeah. okay we're supposed to be what kind of game so there was a uh we got news from i think her name is helena Helena taylor
0: i was wondering who this
1: was okay (laughs) helena taylor so yeah so some chick so she is the voice of bayonetta on the bayonetta games and the thing is on bayonetta 3 they were only going to pay her four thousand dollars to voice the whole game, so she's like fuck that. Not only she's saying fuck that, she's saying boycott Bayonetta three. She's just saying a worldwide worldwide boycott. So even the like the the team that made the boycott or the like the Twitter team on Twitter they cut off the uh, comments because they are getting harassed right now. So like uh uh-uh, uh get the fuck away from me. So yeah, this is crazy. Um, I can't even play Bayonetta three because Bayonetta three is like only on Nintendo Switch. I don't have that shit. So. I played the first one, first one, but I played on PS3. So it sucked on PS3, but it was okay on Xbox 360, but that's a whole nother thing. I may talk about Bayonetta later on, but actually his thing, Bayonetta is a good game. So if you have a Nintendo switch, play one or two, don't play three. through a boycott. So
0: yeah, I played the, I never beat the first one, but I, it was pretty fun. It was like another, well, uh, devil may cry. Kind of like that. Well,
1: it was made by the guy that made, made devil may Cry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was made by the same guy. So uh, did you play it on PS3 or Xbox 360? I think it was
0: PlayStation, or it might have been Xbox. I don't know. It was. i might have it, been. It was. It was a difference. It, it might it have been a... 360. It might have okay. been my
1: 360. Yeah. It was. It was different. I think I go. Let me just talk about this before we move on to the next part. Because thing is, Bayonetta was completely different games on the PlayStation 3 versus the 360. For some reason, it couldn't run on the PlayStation 3 like it should have. It ran like 20 frames per second. It was lagging. It was glitchy. Uh she didn't have even the same moves there were levels missing so i was like so i had a playstation 3 i played the game. i was like man this game sucks." my friend had a 360 it went over his house played the game that shit moved 60 frames per second you know no lag time had extra levels i was like full 1080p I was like what the fuck is this it's the same game that i had completely different game i was like this shit looks great so if you get, do get your hands on bayonetta 1 Get it on 360. And I actually bought it on Steam. I might actually stream it. I don't know. I might stream it. I'll see.
0: Yeah, my kid was into that game. At least the first one. I think he beat it. But yeah, I played some of it. It was, yeah, it's fun.
1: Yeah. And she looked oddly a lot like Sarah Palin on a game. That's just me. (laughs)
0: Holy shit.
1: That's just me. Not not saying I had a thing for Sarah Palin, you know.
0: (laughs) Just the porn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just just Lisa Ann. right <laughs> sarah palin stimulus package what okay <laughs> all right so move on to the next part of the podcast like i said this is comic book bullies where we talk about comic books and Eli, I'm, 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 I'm gonna let you go first on this one I, if, oh, if you, you want to do superman you can do superman because i guess oh well
0: on. i didn't grab a superman <laughs> oh
1: well <that's, laughs> so by default i'll do superman okay
0: um we usually do do superman
1: I'll do it. It's cool. Yeah. I'll read it.
0: Is it present? That's the new... Okay. okay, share screen. I will do Star Wars Visions number one.
1: Okay. Now, is this like some kind of manga? Because I know the Star Wars on Disney Plus kind of like an anime. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah this, this, is, is manga. this is manga. This is okay.
0: just a one-shot. Um, I don't know if they're going to do other stories, but this is a one-shot prequel to the dual episode on the Disney Plus show, the anime Vision
1: show on on Elad the Otaku.
0: Yeah. Um, this might be my book of the week because this was pretty fucking dope. That hmm. episode is probably the best episode too. You know, it's uh yeah, total black and white, lone wolf and cub style, uh, you know, anime about this like Ronin Jedi wandering like this wasteland in the Star Wars universe that looks like feudal Japan. All the stormtroopers and the and the the ninjas look like, you know, Star Wars versions of, you know, samurai and ninjas and stuff like that. Um, he has like a R2 unit, you know, that he travels with. That looks like a baby cart, just like Lone Wolf and Cub. The R2 unit is loaded with weapons, like the baby cart in Lone Wolf and Cub. Um, and it really just sort of points out those samurai influences those samurai film influences that you know george lucas picked up on and, and sort of integrated into the star wars universe so right like is, the
1: first star wars was based yeah. on uh hidden fortress
0: hidden yeah. fortress and and just like samurai duel like akira kurosawa you know samurai duels you know to show to Tish, what's his name uh, toshiro mafuni uh his samurai duels him his the, the lone samurai the ronin Uh, That's his character. That's the character name in this. Um, And this is just a prequel to that episode. This comic is just him, you know, traveling this, you know, feudal Japan-esque planet, getting into duels with these different droid ninjas and, and, you know, samurai-looking stormtroopers. And then he meets this blind old man and they have, they kind of travel together. It turns out one of them is a Jedi and they have a duel and it's just, it's just really cool looking. The visuals are cool. As you can see, it's got that total manga style action Um, and just a lot of fun. And this is what I want to see from Star Wars, the Star Wars universe, just more just branch out, you know, branch out and let us see new shit, you know? Um, So yeah, this is dope. I love this. I wish, I guess there's a novel, they're writing a novel about this guy, there's going to be like a novel, like a novelization about this character that I might just pick up, because I dig this, I dig this, um, the story, and this character, and just the look of it, so yeah.
1: Do do you recognize the, like the writers and artists on this book?
0: No, because I'm not a big manga fan or the or an okay. anime so band, so it,
1: it is like manga people it's not like yeah Soul, it is yeah, that's, or okay
0: that's what the vision show was Star Wars visions was a show just um non-canon just animation studios Japanese animation studios playing in the Star Wars universe doing their versions of Star Wars stories um you know and in anime style you know um there's like eight episodes and there's a lot of good ones. There's some really good ones there. But yeah, this the opening, the duel is just that's the dopest. That's really cool. Because it is just a, a samurai Jedi, you know, battling droid ninjas and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So and this is a prequel to it. And I yeah, this is a five out of five. I love this. I really love this. This is the first thing I read. And I'm like, shit, I don't know if I'm gonna read anything better this week. <laughs> and I don't yeah. think I did. That was some cool shit I read, but yeah, I I, I really dug on this. So this is a five out yeah. of five.
1: Yeah, even the term Jida I think is is Japanese, as Japanese meaning.
0: Deku or something. It was like a it refers to like the the performance or something like that. Yeah,
1: something like that so like, it, like yeah. summer ride performance when you yeah yes, like that something so, yeah. like that yeah. So good shit, good shit. All right, so next book I'm going to do. Well, first book I'm going to do is uh batman versus robin number two did you read this i did
0: not read this no
1: cool okay i'm
0: not reading this yeah i i yeah I'm this is
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it gets deeper and deeper as we go along so yeah and they are trying to this, this is supposed to be something that changes the dc universe when it's all said and done so we'll see i'll let you know what's going on there's a bunch of magic shit happening right now so yeah let's see boom get in there there it is. So, like I said, Batman versus Robin and where we left off, Batman has gotten the key to the House of Mystery from Satana. And it's going to go to try like, find out more, basically find out what happened to Damien. Why is Damien trying to kill kill him? And Alfred's back, too, and they're they teaming up with Alfred. So, skip, 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 skip. Get to this point. Okay. Skip that, too. Okay. Yeah. So, he runs up, up in Kentucky and he finds Felix Faust, old Justice League villain. But he uses magic, so he's freaking out because Devil Nez is back, so everybody that has magic powers is freaking the fuck out. So Batman shows up, and he, like, chokes the shit out of him. And Alfred's like, man, chill out. Don't don't kill him. He's like, I'm not going to kill him. Just choke him out, you know. And he fall goes to sleep. And But I guess Batman using a sedative on him also. So he was like, okay, well, anyway, we're here. And they see the House of Mystery pop up from the ground. You're like, I guess that's where we go next, you know. Oh, cool. Yeah, so because that's what they, you know, where they, uh, Satana told him to go. So he gets there and he sees, I think this is Abel. This is Abel because Abel mm-hmm. controls the house of mystery. He was like, We're glad to see you here. They're like, we, yeah, me and the house. So they decided to walk to the house. Yeah, it's Abel. So walks walked to the house and he was like, Okay, y'all be careful because if you walk into the house of, oh, this is House of Secrets, not House of Mystery, House of Secrets. So you like, If you walk through the House of Secrets, you're going to find out secrets you're not supposed to know. So be careful. My man's like, No where I'll be careful. And he turns around, Abel's gone. You're like, What the fuck? you know so they walk through the rest of the house of secrets they fall through a trap door of course and then they they wake up and they they see an image of damien and all the kids that was in that damn that jonah tournament in that in that robin oh
0: yeah i never read it but i yeah i I, I, I never
1: read it either batman never read it either so to catch you up what's going on with that (laughs) (laughs) So, so all the kids they stop the fighting tournament and fight this monster this uh this demon or whatever like that. So they all team up, fight him. And Batman's trying to catch Damien. Damien, I got you. But he goes through Damien, so he realized, oh, this is just a, like a, a memory or whatever. Batman's not there. He's just seeing what they went through. So, and then he sees some woman telling him to quit doing that shit what they're doing. He was like, who is this woman? I never met this woman before, you know. So uh, they, anyway, they all team up, get the monster, and they chop the monster's head off. The monster's dead. And the woman is like, you killed my Lazarus demon. You fucking brats, you know. And she was like, uh i'm, I'm almost you stopped everything i'm doing because she was gonna use the monster to like take over the world shit, like that and rob and damien's just like you ain't gonna do a damn thing plus i know who you are your name is not mother soul like and everybody like what do you mean she's not who she says she is i know who she really is she's really ra al Ghoul, soul of the demon she's Raz al mom like what that's what everybody said and even batman and i like what the fuck <laughs> like i never know her before so so yeah so that's damien's grand great grandmother who that person is okay yeah 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 and she's just like you little shit you think you killed me right now but guess what the blood of the demon lives in your blood damien and i get my revenge you know and that's all this even that's so they keep walking and they were like okay so how the fuck i never heard of the the soul grandmother of the demon or whatever like that you know so they keep walking they get attacked they sneak out they find a a way out and they grab the doorknob and now they're in the house of mystery they were in the house of secrets in the house of mystery uh, and that's where they see Cain. And they like, uh, where's Abel? And he was like, well, I'm Cain. So what do you think happened to Abel? <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> you see a bunch of, right. A bunch of blood on his hands. Again. So, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he was like, okay, so you want to go through the door number two? He was like, well, okay, let's let's go. So he walks through the door. He walks through this door and they go to this theater and they see this skeleton that's dressed like an usher that's just waiting for him to have a seat. And Alfred's like, Master Bruce, he like it, it's space magic. Don't know worry about it. Just just go with it, Alfred. Just just deal with it. So he sits down, but he was like, "But if I don't find out what's happening, if I don't unsolve this mystery, I'm gonna start beating ass in here." So let's see. So he sits down and he sees, you know, the soul mother, mother demons, or whatever, and grandmama and she basically, demon. yeah, grandma demon, you know, so like that, <laughs> and, and she basically says that, "Damn, so big, I, big mama I, demon, <laughs> big mama demon." <laughs> <laughs> and so so they so they bring in a lazarus pit and she was like i need to find a way to get more in lazarus so i can you know take over the world like that and i remember the lazarus pit was came from it's a it came from a chinese elixir elixir made by this emperor that used this to resurrect his dead son who was a prince and that's when batman's like oh shit i heard this story before so that prince he's talking about was the devil neza the devil neza oh, created the lazarus pit so it all comes back full circle. And Damien can unlock it because since he shares the blood of Ross Al Ghoul, he can unlock the door that holds the devil devil nizzle. So they were like, We're gonna leave this key here and we're gonna let Damien find it. When he finds it, boom, he'll unlock him. And once he's unlocked, I'll have all the Lazarus juice I need to do my evil plan, you know. So that's when everything's turns and they they go to the next thing and they what's are- his evil
0: plan just to take over the earth and have a big giant orgy
1: uh I'd kill everybody i think i don't know some shit yeah Yo. or or control everybody <laughs> one of them i can't really remember something so they find somebody else and damien i'm mean, not damien batman you know wraps this chick up and she's like i'll say who are you eve lilith what's your name you know no i'm cynthia like i never heard of you you know and i guess she's one of the sister of fates i guess i don't know i'm I was just making up shit uh and that's when she turns into Tell you, I go. you know his baby mama and she was just like you're not talia like how you know i'm we need to rescue our son before he goes off the deep end and that's when she was shaking he was like i said you not talia i know talia so well i knows i know her scent you don't smell like <laughs> you don't smell like my wife you know <laughs> you know so then they fall through the trapdoor door again and then that's when they realize that uh they see they see a, a memory of damien you know going to unlock the devil neza but not knowing he's a lock of the devil that he just got this thing he goes in there and it opens up and that's when he sees the devil nigger break breaks through the door and they're like oh yeah i remember this guy now yeah he this guy that me and superman like fought way a long time ago he's free again even though we did everything we could to trap him under this this building and now and basically devil devil is like i can smell batman on you i know you're the son of the batman who so is that I'm a,
0: dude that they fought in that first arc the guy they locked in the thing him that was him okay
1: yeah yeah that, that was remember. him. So, yeah <laughs> but that was in the, the batman superman arc so it's a, so basically he's free now so this, this, is, this is like a, just, this is mark
0: wade right this is like a he, he
1: wrote right he wrote of all that, that world fight yeah the
0: world oh, fight of the fine. Right? so this yeah, is yeah. Just like
1: one long story like okay. it just picks up like right after that yeah all right <laughs> all right okay yeah so so Devil Neza, uh, he like, I can smell Batman. So since Bat, you're the son of my jailer, so this would be, I'm going to use you as my number one weapon against him because I know it's going to hurt him because your family and family can either be your greatest strength or your greatest weakness. So I'm going to use his family against him. So that's when he sees Damien like being possessed like that. He was like, okay, damn, we got to rescue Damien. Like, is there any way we can free the boy? And Damien's like, nope not really <laughs> and he looks at it and then he like shoots magic at him and shit you know they're like him through the wall shit like that so basically damien was there the whole time and he's controlling both the house of secrets and the house of mystery they're basically like puppets on a string he's like hello father <laughs> i've come to kill you you know so basically he's controlling everything and um uh, he sets the house on fire and basically like uh this is the best way to kill you right now father and this is basically and if you do stay alive it's basically tell you that I'm way more powerful than you ever can. I, Devil Ness controls everything. Don't come after us, and then he disappears. And basically, they run out the house before you know it gets destroyed and shit. So they run out, and they and basically, Grandma of the demons. You know, she just like, did you did you kill your father? He was like, I left him in a burning in a burning mansion. He, that shit won't kill him. And plus, I already know that he's gonna come for me next because Batman's greatest weapon is prep time. Well, I can out prep his prep time. So I know how to do it because I've been training for him. She was like, okay, well, before you, since the Batman is coming for you, I need you to dress apart. And that's when, that I should have I pulled up a scan for this, but do you remember this, Eli? No. Okay. For those who don't know what this is, this is from Grant Morrison's Batman run. This is Batman 666. And this is Batman of the future where Damian Wayne sold his soul to the devil to become Batman. This book's like 20 years old. So basically like Damien is basically fulfilling that destiny now in this book.
0: That sounds like Grant Morrison.
1: yeah. It's, it's Grant Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh, and they, so you can't be a Batman without your Robins. So all the Robins are possessed and now they work for, for Damien. So like, damn. Okay. So the house on fire, they're like, look, look we got to rescue our son and we can't call any magicians because devil Nelsa controls them. We can't call Superman because he sucks against magic and he's probably going to be controlled by him anyway. So it's just us. like well at least you with me if nobody's with me at least you with me alfred you're like of course master bruce that's what i'm here for and you see the shadow of this under his shadow so yeah he's a he's a spy he's a plant the whole time
0: so So, that that's why
1: right (laughs) it was to throw batman off his game yeah (laughs) so yeah so it's it's still going cool story I'm, i'm digging it so yeah
0: yeah, it sounds fun. Uh, maybe I'll read it. Maybe I'll, you know, I got the DC app. Maybe I'll wait, read it on there.
1: Yeah, but you got to have that Ultra app, you know, to get all the shit in the month all right away the day it drops or whatever. Yeah, the shit. They they just announced this shit at Comic Con. We should have announced it, but whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: You you gonna all pay right. through the nose to get this shit
0: though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll do Ghost Rider number seven. Ghost Rider. Let's motorcycle see. hero. Um, so this introduces exhaust. Enter exhaust. This new demon. Okay,
1: I, I like I like that name. I like this. That's
0: yeah, catchy. exhaust. So this. So yeah, remember last <laughs> issue with Wolverine. Mm-hmm. So this whole story arc. There's you know Johnny Blaze has been running around the country, getting in you know, misadventures around the country. You know, fighting monsters and demons and shit. He's had he has this like FBI team, like an X Files esque. Uh, team looking for him. One of them is a uh, this like goth chick with like psychic powers named Talia. I think her name is Talia. Talia Warroad. And okay. the other agent turned out he was working for Blackheart. You know, so he was he, he was like you know in cahoots with hell. Um. But um. So the last issue, Wolverine shows up and basically cut this. There's been another demon inside johnny blaze this whole time like kind of mm-hmm. fucking with them you know it ain't, it ain't the spirit of vengeance it was something else last issue wolverine cut this demon out like exercise like wolverine as an exorcist with his claws
1: just snick they did smick. back surgery yeah. on him and shit. yeah
0: yeah the, the, these claws capel you
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: power of these claws capel you and like cut the demon out but in like it like a total like body horror the thing type of like slithery monster slid out and um, infected another guy, this other guy, this biker that was in the bar that Johnny Blade that the whole fight took place in. So this demon slid inside this dead biker's body and now he becomes this demon named Exhaust. So he's going around breathing black smoke into everybody's faces and possessing them. And hmm. um, he joins up with Blackheart, who's, like, gathering his hell army and saying, we're now, gonna... Now,
1: has Blackheart been in the book? Yeah, yeah. he shows, there's, like, okay.
0: the, end, the end of his book shows, like, this like, desert mountain or whatever, and there's, like, this bunch of, like, demon bikers and shit, like, army of hell, you know, soldiers and shit, you know, Blackheart's, we're gonna get that, Johnny Blaze! Mm-hmm. And I, with my sidekick, we're gonna whoop his ass, and that's when they had, exhaust is in the background, like, Stan, he's, like, he's gonna be Blackheart's new right-hand man. Um, so that happens, that's kind of where the book ends, but there's also a side plot where that chick, the, um, the FBI, the psychic FBI agent, finds Johnny Blaze, like handcuffs him to a bed, you know, drugs him, handcuffs him to a bed, and basically performs this like psychic ritual where she pulls all his past out, like she knows his past now, and wakes him up and says, hey, you're Johnny Blaze, you're a spirit of vengeance, I got these magic powers. We got to stop Blackheart. Let's team up. So they're going to be a team. Who who is she again? She's like a psychic FBI agent. Okay, so she didn't have like some
1: Marvel name or some shit?
0: Talia, Talia, I think her name was Talia Warroad. Yeah, I think she's just some new character. Um, Okay. And she's just teams up with them. And judging by the next issue's cover, looks like they're going to hook up. Because it shows, like, Ghost Rider and her, like, hugging it and embracing
1: it. Oh, sidekick slash love interest, that old thing. Yeah, okay. so they're going to knock the boot. Works for Daredevil. Them. Why not? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> get, get smash on their monster hunting journey and shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it. So, yeah, this is, this is cool. I've been digging this Ghost Rider run. This is the Benjamin Percy run. This is dope. I'm I'm still on it, you know. So, four out of five.
1: Cool, cool. All right. Next book. What am I going to do next? I guess i knock the Superman book out. Oh, uh, I mean, I would you like not a whole lot happened in this book, no. Nah, but I review, I, I knock it out. Up. Like I said, Superman, Son of Kal-el. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, yeah, it is Superman, Son of Kal-el. So yeah, what happened in this book? Oh, um... oh,
0: I have a question. Yeah. So in this beginning of the book, it says the Return of Kal-el, mm-hmm. Part Two. Part Two.
1: Uh huh.
0: I didn't read the first
1: part. Part One was in Action Comics.
0: Was it in Action? Okay, I figured. Yeah, it was we like reviewed it last book.
1: week. Yeah, we okay. did it last week. So yeah this is part two of that just superman's back that's all so okay well kal-el's back so yeah uh and that's pretty much it yeah so the book starts off actually it's a flashback with john in in the kent farm you know his base his powers are activating he hears everything he can hear somebody pissing in australia some shit like that you know so he freaking out that's when superman shows up you know his dad he's like you know i can hear everything dad and he basically says the same thing that martha told him when he was a kid you know uh pretend i'm an island only hear my voice and he just focus on his dad's heartbeat And when he focus on his heartbeat he didn't hear anything else he just focus on just that one thing so he learns how to control his hearing. oh okay rest of the day is just John K. now this actually freaked me out at first i'm like whoa dc's going there then I just realized he didn't have a dude in the bed it's just him moving at super speed to dress himself that's all so uh crypto and shit like that and the rest of the book is just him going out throughout the day yeah same people uh hooking up with his boyfriend fighting ninjas with damien um yeah it's just kind of a slice in the yeah.
0: day or like a, a day in the life or whatever
1: yeah apologize to a guy who broke his arm when he first said he didn't know what the fuck he was doing playing <laughs> crypto uh saying how to mark kent well martha you know begging a pie uh lex luther being addicted lex luther uh oh and then we finally get somewhere this is oh yeah the prison this actually thing. might have a plot Following into it. Anyway, yeah, he finds out why he's fucking with Lex Luthor that somebody broke into Strikers Island. And uh we're using Lex Luther's weapons, which Lex Luther, of course, says, Oh, I don't know how that happened. I'm nothing to do with me, you know. Anyway, he goes to there, he puts out the fire, and he see, sees somebody has a bomb, and then somebody's controlling the guy that's hitting him. So who's controlling him? The ultra humanites. So the actually Superman's first supervillain. The ultra humanite fights him um beats shadow of him and he basically uh I- implants all the negative thoughts that everybody on the planet has about superman oh don't forget that in the last issue i think lex Luthor outed, you know john to the world you i know, think so yeah, yeah which is actually some like super villain shit you just don't do you know you let people come out on their own but yeah it's lex luther so he does fucked up shit anyway like
0: like, like gay code you don't you
1: don't out you know somebody, who's yeah, not out. that's the rule. You don't out somebody, yeah, you let them yeah. come out on their own terms. You out them, that's I like, see you what do
0: you're doing, <laughs> Tom Taylor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you villain, in Lex Luthor, you know, <laughs> not cool, uh, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so he gets the psychic damper to they used to uh keep on humanite trapped before he puts it back together, puts the collar on him, and now he's just there, you know. Those humanites basically he's trying to find, okay, so who was trying to. Get out of this play. Who was trying to get free? And it was Metallo. Now, if you read part one of this Return of kal Lex Luthor did something to Metallo. We don't know what he did, but I guess we find out later on, you know. Uh, and then he was like, yeah, you suck. Nobody wants to see you. All this shit like that. Who will free somebody with a kryptonite heart? You know, somebody wants you dead. And while he's talking, he's like, uh-oh, I hear something. He's out. What does he hear? He hears his dad's heartbeat. He hadn't heard his dad's heartbeat in months because he'd been out in space doing— world world shit you know and he just shows up and he's back you know he even moves at sonic supersonic speed hugs his dad he's like dad you're back he's like yeah i'm back he's like i want to go out to space i want to go as far out of space to find you but if i fly too far i'm gonna leave earth behind he's like i know you gotta protect earth and they hug i know son and they hug and that's it Aww. yeah that's that's all that happened so not too much in the book here's the thing
0: and the cats and the cradles and the silver spoon
1: <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing about this book. There's only two issues left.
0: Yeah, it's
1: getting canceled. It's getting canceled. Issue 18. I know every angry YouTuber is excited. No, no they ain't.
0: I heard there's gonna be another series. It's gonna be something Wait, uh, else.
1: Another another series So yeah. it's gonna be Tom taylor's another guy. Also, basically, gonna do. It's supposed to be him getting revenge on Ultraman Man for beating the shit out of him for five years, which is how the time skip came about. Why? He, why he's older. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to give revenge on Ultraman for that. You are both Earth Three or some shit like that. So, um, so I think what this book is right now just Tom Taylor just just wrap just you know putting all the toys in the box, wrapping it up, you know, and going from there.
0: Yeah, but it's gonna be Tom Taylor. I think the same artist. Yeah, it's just gonna be another. It's gonna be a continuation of John. John yeah, a continuation
1: Stole. of this run. He may have like a new costume or some shit.
0: Yeah,
1: but it's gonna be him. So, but yeah.
0: I, I'm I'm you know as long as Tom Taylor's writing this shit, I'm I'm gonna check it out.
1: Yeah, because it's some of the best Superman shit in a while. I know people hate it or not reading it or upset and boycotting, but it's honestly some of the best Superman shit we've gotten yeah. in a while. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What's your next? So, what's the score? You guys slap a score on this three out of five because it was just him. I don't know, watching TV, taking a shit. You know, just <laughs> simple <laughs> shit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Let's, let's go. Over there. Um, so the, I'm gonna do. Was this a man slash? thing?
1: No, oh, Where, Where's that man thing?
0: Man thing. Oh shit! I saved the wrong. I went to the. Whoops. Sorry. I saved the wrong window.
2: <laughs>
0: that is cool. Hey, missed- that, that's a. This is a like a, a heavy metal, like a metal shirt uh, place that sells like metal records and shirts and shit. I saw this man thing. Show. Like that's pretty dope.
1: <laughs> yeah. you messed me up because i thought you were saying you were going to review hack.sign oh, that like old that shitty dr. ass doom anime Yeah, this
0: dr doom shirt
1: <laughs> doom lose <laughs> yeah
0: anyway wrong wrong, wrong window sorry
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh here we go um uh, yeah i did hack slash hot shorts one shot so cool. this is by tim seeley tim Seely's, uh you know um, horror comic, um, Hack Slash is one of my favorite books of all time. Actually, got my number one signed by him. At a nice, okay. Um, it's a horror comic, basically involving Cassie Hack and her like giant, deformed sloth from the Goonies type of sidekick as they go around the country hunting slashers like Jason, Freddy, like those horror villains, like Freddy or Jason, they hunt them. Um, and th- and they kind of like sort of established that the, like these Jason, Freddy, Chucky, actually they've done um, a crossover. There's actually a hack slash with Chucky uh, crossover comics, but there's a supernatural element. Slashers have a supernatural element. That's why they keep coming back from the grave and killing. So they go around the country and kill them. Um, so I was really looking forward to this. this is a one shot but it turns out it's a three story anthology. So they're only like five to ten pages long um the first story involves like Johnny Cash um finding out that Elvis sold his soul to some like Cthulhu demon god or something and that's why he died. <laughs> it's weird it's weird. Sounds like an intriguing idea, but it's only like five, six pages, and I don't know if it's like going to be a new comic or something, or if it's going to be new characters that
1: kind Cassie of a spin off Vlad or something or, yeah, yeah, some
0: spin-off hack slash shit. I don't know, but it was only a few pages long, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Okay, and then we go to this story. This is the only... Well, yeah, the the, the, the only Vlad and Cassie story we have. It's just another day in the life, probably early on, They've just killed a slasher, and they're washing all the blood off themselves, and um, they kind of have a water fight, and kind of have a you know a, a tender moment, just character development. It's only like again like five, to maybe ten pages long of just getting a little you know them bonding and you know just showing the closeness of their friendship and shit. So that's yeah, they splash, they're playing with the hose, splashing water as they wash all the blood off their bodies and shit, and then the last issue or the last story involves what's her name bunny hell but what the fuck's that what's that story did you ever read it um uh, it was a tim seely book he uh bunny hell or whatever the fuck it was or bunny something and mr hell it was mm-hmm, another yeah. one of his books i can't remember what it's called anyways i never read it um but it involves those characters it's kind of crossover with those characters. Tassie Hack shows up in it. Vampirella shows up with Purgatory from Lady Death shows up. In it. This is the big crossover of all these hot horror demon chicks um, kind of showing up and, you know, uh, fight monsters. You know, it's an, another like little short 10 pager. I don't know if that's going to be another upcoming. I don't That's the thing. I don't know if this is like a preview book or if they're just one shots. You know what I mean? Because I, I thought it was going to be like a full issue story but it's just like these three short vignettes. Um,
1: all by the same writer?
0: All by Tim Seeley, all involving you know, Cassie and Vlad or the, the hack slash characters. So yeah, um, I was a little disappointed. I'm like, oh, cool, a new hack slash book just in time for Halloween. I'll I'm, I'm check it out. But yeah, just two, three little vignettes. I don't know if they're previews to upcoming stories or what. Um but yeah I, I i was a little a little disappointed you know i mean it's always cool to see new stories with these characters i do love this universe i do love those characters um but yeah i was hoping for a little more like another cool like uh like them taking out a slash like another you know having them fight some villains Love Bunny, Love Bunny, and Mister Hell—that's what it was called. That's what that comic was called.
1: Never heard of it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's Tim Seely. He writes like horror and like hot chicks. That's like what he does, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a Love Bunny is just like this hot chick, Playboy Bunny type of hot chick, and her monster, demon sidekick or whatever. Then they go around fighting crime or whatever. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah that that was a crossover that was the last story vampirella purgatory Casty shows up so yeah i'll give it a three out of five i'll you know it was cool to see the new some new shit but i wanted something more like a full story would have been cool so
1: yeah okay cool all right so uh next book i'm going to do is black panther number 10. uh Eli, yeah nah. did you
0: i i've stopped reading
1: (laughs) okay eli before i review this i do want to let you know hold on let me find it okay yeah oh no not that that yeah we'll do that okay before i view this book i do want to apologize to you in advance okay so
0: oh wasn't some he was fighting some like Clan dude, or some shit, or something, so some southern,
1: yeah, some
0: southern, shit. yeah, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm apologizing in advance before I review this book. Okay. So, we're just gonna just jump into it. That Eli gave the uh description, that's what happened. He fought some man or white man, a white man, and now some other dude pop out of nowhere called the yeah. Buffalo Soldier the
0: S- that can shoot through my brain, yeah,
1: so yeah. <laughs> so let's woo, let's get into it <laughs> all right yeah. all right so um like i said so the dude is named the buffalo soldier this is the main bad guy of this oh story right yeah
0: hand. the buffalo Soldier. that's
1: okay but, yeah so and basically he had all his guns and weapons can shoot through vibranium you know uh he was like oh would you would look at you in that purdy suit you know and he said purdy the fuck you talking about i'm the king of wakanda so he tries to get at him and gets the shit left at him so Black Panther gets his ass beat by this dude the entire book, so you can imagine how people feel about that. That you know already don't like what they're doing to T'Challa lately. So kick the shit out of him, and he was like, "Oh well, it didn't matter if I can get to this this generator that Shuri sent me. I'm gonna send him back to his home planet anyway." And before he gets there, dude shoots through it, and like, bam! And T'Challa like, "Wait, that was vib- that was vibranium. How the fuck you shoot through that?" He didn't know that he could shoot through vibranium, you know. But now he knows. So he's like. So, yeah, points going to him, and he's like, oh, shit. If he can shoot through that thing, he can shoot through me also, so I need to dodge his bullets, you know. Meanwhile, the Avengers are fighting off his army. that's trying to, like, take over, colonize the Earth and shit like that, and he just talking to him. He's like, why don't y'all just chill out, Avengers? Why don't you just come over here, and, and I, you can have, have your pick of any of my concubines, including you, Carol Danvers, have one, you know. And you know, the concubines are like, Avengers, if you free us, we will kill this motherfucker for you right now you know but they talking in their language so they can't hear them you know so they talking and stuff like that blah blah yeah you know still fighting they're not getting anywhere they, they and he, yeah cap's getting pissed he's like t'challa answer me why haven't you gotten rid of these guys yet because he was supposed to go to shuri and get this generator supposed to send these guys back to the planet and child. like i'm busy you know while running from the buffalo so why he's shooting shit out of him he was saying t'challa what the fuck he's like you're supposed to have gotten this shit done by now he's like well, my shit got destroyed he's like well, will find another plan you're like, aren't you the leader of the Avengers? You're like, I thought you were the leader of the Avengers. Didn't we say that. You're like, Yeah, I am. He's like, okay, I'm gonna come up with another plan. He calls Shuri. And Shuri is in a in a parliament meeting right now. Uh, and basically he calls Shuri. She's like, uh, yeah, I'm in a meeting with the Democratic Republic of Wakanda right now. Uh, they're basically repealing everything you've ever done to Chala, and they're shitting on you hard, big bro. They don't want your ass. There. You're like, Child, like, I don't I don't give a shit. I don't care. I needed one of those generators that you sent me earlier. And I'm fighting some dude called a Buffalo soldier, whatever that fuck that means. He's like, well, I don't know anything about a Buffalo soldier from that planet, but I can see you a Wikipedia page of the Buffalo soldiers that we have and maybe you can make a connection. I don't know. You're like, cool. So T'Challa goes through all the Wiki pages that he sent to the Buffalo soldier and T'Challa like, oh shit, this is fucked up. I didn't know about all this shit. And it's is like, "Uh uh-huh, reading is fundamental. You learn your history, brother. (laughs) You know, she's like, I'm out. I got shit to do. Remember he getting shot at and shit? And she's like, I found you, Kitty. Here, Kitty, Kitty. And child like, oh, you ain't finna keep disrespecting me. So he runs at him again. You know what happens. Catches him. Takes out his vibranium knife. Slashes him in the chest. He's like, I'm gonna skin this cat. So, basically, the child, anytime he goes to him, he's just gonna get fucked up. He's like, uh, he's like, I'm about to kill you. Like, we killed the bees. He's like, what the hell is a bee? He's like, they don't exist anymore, but we killed them. He's like, well, what happened to him? He's like, well, let me tell you a story. So, let's, here's a story about the bees. So, back on his home planet... They shared the planet with this other race called the Muggerbees. They look different, but they got along just fine. They shared stuff, whatever like that, blah, 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 so like that. Anyway, the colonizer, whatever you want to call them, showed up. And he talked to the Buffalo soldier and his people. He was like, hey, the Muggerbees are secretly against y'all, and they want y'all gone. So, but with our help, we can help you get rid of them. So they gave them weapons, trained them on how to use them. It was like, okay, all you got to do is just kill the bees for us. You can keep the weapons. So they killed all the Mugabees, ran them off their land, stuff like that. And basically all their resources they gave to the colonizer. And was like, cool. So we got all this stuff. He was like, well, all you did, you didn't. So you turned on your own people because the colonizer told you to do it. Like, you just following orders. He was like, okay, yeah, that's dumb as hell. He was like, well, let me tell you a story. About our Buffalo soldiers, and then we go back to real history. He was like, So the Buffalo soldiers in America were free slaves that joined the US military, you know. But what the US military did when they expanded to the frontier was use them to kill off anybody and take their land. See, that's where it all comes back uh, full circle, you know. So basically, saying like they use their freedom to take freedom away from others. So you're no, better, you're no better than that. He like, what do you know about that, King T'Challa? Aren't you a king? Don't you tell people what to do and then they, they tell them to do it? He's like, well, yes. Yeah. So, like, so what you know about free will? You're like, okay, well, I'm going to give you a choice. Instead of telling you about free will, I'm going to show you about free will. I choose not to fight you anymore. Whatever you do next is on you. You have free will to do whatever you want. He like, move, kitty cat, before I shoot your ass. He's like, I'm not moving. Like, bam, shoots him. He's like, what the fuck you do? You're supposed to move out the way. Why didn't you move? He was like, "Cause I chose not to, just like you chose to shoot me." I was trying to show you that every choice has choice uh, has consequences. So he's looking around. What he did, he realized that he's doing the work for the uh, colonizer. He was like, "Well, fuck it, I'll, I'll help the colonizer." You know, get him, get him off the planet. So he starts shooting everybody, uh, taking out the aliens and shit too. Meanwhile, uh, Shuri sends up a drone with one of those generators. It drops, send everybody back. They're gone. You know, meanwhile, the Buffalo Soldiers to killed by those aliens. He didn't kill enough of them, so they're gone. And he cries, wishing he could have did more. You know, meanwhile, the Avengers look at the colonizer. They were like, all right, what the fuck you do? You got to take your ass back. And his concubines are telling him, uh-uh, the little guy is the one in control. She's like, oh, well, have better, ladies. So they beat the shit out of him. And Carol walks off with his ivory tie. And that's it. Meanwhile, they go back to the Avengers base. And, you know, Shuri fixes Steve's shield. It's basically saying, "Look, I feel like I'll never understand." so oh yeah, the child got passionate about what kind of scientists and shit. And she's like, "I feel like I'll never understand the child." He's like, "With everything the child going through, I don't think he understands himself." The end. So yeah, so child, T'Challa, the child is going through this whole identity crisis because he lost his best friend and the war dogs turned on him and you know Steve don't trust him anymore with the Avengers and shit. So yeah, what a bad story. Everybody's pissed because the child is not you know whooping ass from beginning to the end. You know, but Hey!
0: Why, yoy, 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 yeah. Yoy, yoy, yoy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so people are gonna be pissed no matter what you do. So yeah. yeah so, but learn uh, something about the Buffalo Soldiers. It's funny to look at the Buffalo Soldiers in that lens because we was always taught that they were you know our heroes. when you looking for that lens it's kind of kind of fucked up. You know. Yeah. So, so. No,
0: like no, I yeah. No, there's yeah, there's um, I was taught. That, yeah, that there were um, that they were like Stormtroopers. Basically, yeah, they were just fo- basically just following orders, but to pity them basically, you know, you
1: know. It, it's um, different, like I said, we, we hear, it's the same people, but we're hearing two different stories about them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I guess when like, from the, I mean, I, I don't even know how accurate this is, but I've heard stories that they were referred to as washichu sapa
1: which means
0: black white man
1: oh okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> because they were just they were doing the same thing you know that the soldiers were
1: doing you know, right and of um, course since they're black soldiers we already know that the army sent them in first
0: yeah yeah so so i mean yeah but you know it's it's um complicated it's
1: complicated. <laughs> History is complicated. Right? Yeah, we, we, yeah, we want everything you know? to be black and white, we want everything to be clean cut, yeah. but it's not. You know.
0: So yeah, I mean, yeah, but no, I, I appreciate the apology.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> not that I was offended by it, but <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it it is interesting that they brought that up and that they that 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 they did actually go into that.
1: You know, I'm I'm almost curious. I gotta go go back and look what people are saying about Black Panther books now. Are they pissed off about that? You know, now they're kind of painting the buffalo so in a bad light you know yeah maybe people can piss off about well, that yeah. I, I
0: mean so. yeah i mean everybody like i i i grew up i was taught that custer was a piece of shit and we we're proud because my tribe was you know well there was an, an alliance of tribes but my, what my tribe was one of the alliance that killed custer and the seventh cavalry and i grew right. up my whole life you know, being proud like fuck, Custer. We whooped his ass. And then it wasn't until I was like older that i i that I found out that America revered Custer as a hero.
1: Right, <laughs> he, like went
0: out in a blaze of glory and shit. I'm like, what the fucking? You-
1: <laughs> well, beyond with you, when I read the history books, I was like, what didn't the guy get his ass whooped? Why are we praising him?
0: Me- <laughs> yeah, like he like went out in a blaze. He like his last stand, his heroic last stand and shit. And they he had he had this romantic image of custer like going out in a blaze of glory when that whole battle lasted like maybe 10 minutes
2: because
0: right. the indians had guns <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so
0: so, so yeah it's 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 just weird but like the history i mean back to it's weird that you know that book earth divers that i reviewed last week about the christopher columbus and stuff and then going back in time and that's like one of the themes of the book is the history that we're taught is it right is it true and, you know, you find out that, yes, Man. history isn't. Or, or
1: sometimes like skewed through a different lens, you know, yeah. different point of view. You know.
0: History is written in, you know, in favor of the, you know, of the winners and to make them look better. And that's yeah. kind of what the we were taught. And then you find out that's, that's not really what happened. So I'll give I'll commend this book for actually going into that. So, Even though I didn't read it. Though.
1: You didn't read it. Maybe that's why you liked it, because you didn't read it. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, I kind of gave up a couple issues ago. I was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling this anymore. You know? And, um, yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I, I understand. I completely understand. <laughs> well, I
0: know you didn't like it Like, you were, like...
1: Basically, like, like I, I have to, uh, you have to it's like eating it. vegetables, man. It's like, oh, uh, I read the Black Panther book, Russell Sprouts, like, <laughs> right, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it for the culture, man. So, yeah.
0: yeah, um, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't buy it, they ain't gonna make it, so <laughs> right, <laughs> I get it, I get it.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I forgot to mention that I had this, that I reviewed this, um, but I have one more book, and, and I'll just. I Go briefly into it. I don't want to, like, you know, go. Oh, do no,
1: I do have one more, but but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Was uh, do a
0: powerbomb number five. Uh, okay. Daniel Warren Johnson's Ode to Pro Wrestling. It's like, this out uh, this death tournament in outer space involving pro wrestlers they have to fight to the death to uh, and if when they win the tournament, they get to resurrect somebody from their past and this girl. And her partner, who accidentally killed her mom, are wrestling to bring her mom back to life. Um, this issue, they're wrestling one of, against one of the most, uh, you know, seasoned wrestling veterans in the universe. But they don't know hardcore rules, so this is like TLC tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my! <laughs> and um, so that's what this match is, and it, it goes all out. Daniel Warren Johnson's artwork is awesome. You know, the way he draws action, it's really gritty and visceral and, you know, a lot of kinetic energy. And he goes all out in this issue. Um, But it is revealed they finally take off her partner's mask. And it is her dad. She's now, that's what she finds out. Her dad is the one who accidentally killed her mom in the ring.
1: But does she know what her dad looks like? She knows what her dad looks like. Okay. All right, yeah.
0: But she didn't know that her dad was this character, this, this luchador character. Like he's always wearing a mask. She didn't mm-hmm. know who that the identity the identity was. She didn't know that this guy was a, her dad because he was always wearing a mask. So during the match, they're getting their ass whooped. And you know, like in Luchador, I don't know if you ever watched Luchador wrestling, the Mexican wrestling, mm-hmm. to take off the mask is like a sign of disrespect. Right. You know, don't ever do that. And that's what happens. They rip off this dude's mask and then she sees like, oh, it's her dad, you know? So again, that's the thing. Daniel Warren Johnson's books are full of action and <clears> violence, <throat> but also really deep drama and heart and emotional weight. So that's the big reveal. Now she knows that her partner is her dad and that her dad actually killed her mom in the ring way back in the day. And he's never told her that. So... The plot thickens so, yeah. four to five. This is dope, okay. And I'm booked out,
1: <laughs> okay. I got one left, one left. Then we're gonna get up out of here. Uh, it's another Black Panther ish book, Wakanda number one. So, oh, okay. Uh, like I said, we already knew, like I said, they're ramping up for the movie, so they're gonna start doing these like Wakandan one shots where it's not about Black Panther, but about like everybody else in Wakanda. So, mm-hmm. that's kind of where it starts there. Um it is in continuity. First book is about Shuri, you know, so let just jump into it. Uh, basically, the book starts off, we find Shuri. She is in her lab, and she's researching that that dude that was in the Black Panther book, Tone or whatever like that, because his whole tribe, they know, they basically have vibranium in their bloodstream that gives them superpowers. And she's like, I need to figure out how they did that so I can synthesize it and basically recreate it for everybody else, you know. Uh, that's when, you know, Queen Ramonda walks in. And uh, I didn't even know who this was. I thought this was a Storm at first. I'm like, damn, they got Queen Ronda like fine as fuck on this shit. But then I just remember they're drawing like Angela Bassett, who's like 60 years old, still one of 60 motherfuckers on the planet. So cool, let's go with it. You know, uh, and she just looked like, okay, what do you, you been in your lab all day? You need to come with me. She's like, uh, no, nah, I can't do that. I got I got work that I need to do. Like, what work are you doing? What staring at that shirtless boy on screen all day? She's like, no, that is for science. That is research purposes. She's like, okay, I'm pretending like you didn't say that. If you just come with me you know so they go and she just tell him you need to get out the lab you need to quit being so paranoid she's like what why are you telling me all this because i already have one child that's already been exiled I'm trying to make sure you don't show up the same way you know meanwhile while they change basically say okay so this is really an intervention huh She like you call it what you want to call it you need to get out that lab and, and find out what's going on while they are doing that uh earth they hear an earthquake and skip all past that past that uh, anyway rhinos here <laughs> rhino <laughs> snuck in yeah rhino snuck in when they took a bunch of rhinos uh back to uh, wakanda and he just snuck in as a white rhino so he just there and just running around just doing shit just just fucking up shit because that's what rhino does earthquake sure sure here's it she's just like oh it's earthquake let me find out what's going on because since the child ain't here somebody got to protect wakanda to see what's going on so she she still got her griot powers where she turned to a bird flies over there Finds Rhino. She's like Rhino, what the hell are you doing here? She's like, I just want to see the sights. Just want to hang out with Wakanda. She's like, No, you can't sightsee in here. You get the hell out of here. So they get ready to fight, and he's just like, Where well, you big bro? It. I don't want to fight you. You're like, Oh, I'm enough for you. You know. So they fight. Uh, Shuri. Anyway, she turns with an elephant and punches the shit out of him. Basically, right there. Fight. Fight over. Fight. It's on him. Yeah. That's it. Um, uh, and she just like uh you're okay but then she when she goes back to the lab she realized okay rhino is too dumb to sneak into wakanda by himself so somebody put him up to that and then while she's saying that uh okoye alerts shuri to let him know that a camera was found on rhino's hide so somebody snuck a camera on him basically whoever snuck him in there and as we realize it is uh oh, oh what the fuck her name is Ohio, something like that, in the, uh, whatever her name is. This is the first chick that Shuri fought as Black Panther, like in the Black Panther book when she first came Black Panther. And basically she wants to be on Shuri. To be continued. That's the book. Okay. So, some other shit happened. Some really cool shit. They retconned. So they, Marvel has retconned. The rest of the book is basically re, Marvel retconning Black Panther's history. So they're going through the whole history of Black Panther. Like the first oh, Black the Panther fought shit. like some broods. Yeah. <laughs> uh fault scrolls uh shima you know all the shit like that yeah so that actually pretty cool i'm gonna go back and check if i if i for nothing else i'll buy this book for that kind of history at the end of it, you know for that so yeah
0: that's
1: cool so um other than that i'm booked out so yeah
0: Yeah, i'm booked out
2: and i added uh,
0: i added that dude i forgot to tell you i read
1: that It's cool It's cool so next week uh next week black adam drops you know i'll try to see it you know, do a review on that, see what my think is. See, will that put the DCEU back on track? Looks, uh, cool.
0: Right, yeah. looks
1: cool. Stuff has been spoiled about it already. I'm like, shit, man. <laughs> Y'all quit spoiling shit for yourself. You know, even if you know, don't just blast it on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and all this shit like that. Hey, blah, blah, blah. You know, Gomer sitting there, excellent. <laughs> right. He don't give a fuck. He'll just post it in a comment. Just like, oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Because <laughs> he won't go see it anyway. He don't give a shit. <laughs>
0: Almost got fired over Endgame or some shit. Right. Like, what the hell, man?
1: <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, okay, you don't care. Two other billion people care. It's like, shit.
0: Somebody went to HR because I spoiled the ending of Endgame. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> oh, Shout out
0: man. to Gomer and the comic, uh, what do they call it? Comic-Cast? Not Comic-Cast. What do they call That's it?
1: not Comic-Cast. Shout this, out to this comic Yeah, me- no, I'm glad <laughs> you said it. Shout out to Talking Vols. Apparently, this Tennessee Vols game this past weekend was like the greatest football game of all time. So I know oh, they no move fucking great. That's what I'm hearing. I didn't watch about but that's what I'm hearing. So yeah.
0: What is uh, balls anyway? Is that like a college team or some shit? Yeah. Okay. See, I, I yeah. don't know. I don't follow football that well. I just know NFL shit. Well, I don't only actually, the, I only
1: watch yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't know um but yeah i i i see that they're on i see them posting shit all the time i just don't yeah their podcast
1: is just about that college football team that is it (laughs) (laughs) and they do better numbers than all of us combined (laughs) this geeks and
0: comics that's a gomers podcast
1: this geeks and comics that's also (laughs) shout out out to them uh i give them a hard time when i go in there and comment but that's just me uh but yeah but next week we'll do some more shit we'll follow up hopefully no more uh we're done with shitty halloween movies are we we're done with Shitty Halloween movies for at least. I'm trying the
0: next to think week. what comes out. uh what's I mean there's movies. I mean, I heard everyone saying that new terrifier is cool. You know, Art the Clown. Cool. Last one. I only, I saw the last one's all right. It's it's like gory, it's cheesy, gory shit, but everyone's flipped saying people are fainting and Throwing up in the theaters and walking out because it's so gory and shit. You know, it's probably publicity,
1: you know, but cool. I'll let you I'm only that, saying that.
0: I, I mean, I don't know if it's, <laughs> I i don't know if I'll be able to, I, it's not streaming yet. It's still out in the theaters, which I have not been able to go to any movies lately because oh, of the gotcha. move okay. and I, you know, I got my kid all the time. So, uh, okay. I'll try to catch it, but maybe I'll work. To, uh, Chucky's back on. Maybe I'll check out Chucky. I'll, okay. I'll you give,
1: Chucky. give you Chucky. Yeah. yeah. I know something's out. So, yeah. 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 yeah so, uh yeah like i said until then this is leroy this is eli we'll talk to you guys next week same bullet time same bullet channel
2: somebody should have told me it would be like this be like this be like this somebody should have told me it would be like this yeah Life is a balance. You lose your grip, you can slip into an abyss. No doubt, you see these niggas tripping. Ego in charge of every move. He's a star, and we can't look away due to the days that he caught our hearts. He's falling apart, but we deny it, justifying a half-assed shit he dropped. We always buy it when he tell us he a genius, but it's clearer lately. It's been hard for him to look into the mirror lately. There was a time when this nigga was my hero. Maybe that's the reason why his fall from grace is hard to take. Cause I believed him when he said his shit was pure, ain't he? The type of niggas swear he real but all around him's fake The women, the dick riders, you know the yes men Nobody with the balls to say something to contest them So he grows out of control Until the person that he truly was all along is starting to show Damn, wonder what happened? Maybe it's my fault for idolizing niggas based off the words they be rapping When come to find out these niggas don't even write they shit Hear some new style bubbling up then they bite the shit, damn what I get for lying to myself? for well, fuck it. What's more important is he's crying out for help. While the world's egging him on, I'm begging him to stop it, playing his old shit, knowing he won't stop it. False prophets. Somebody should've told me it would be like this, be like this, be like this. Somebody should've told me it would be like this, be like this. False practice. Somebody should've told me it would be like this, be like this, be like this. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Yeah, I got a homie, he a rapper And he wanna win bad, he want the fame The acclaim, the respect that's been had By all the legends, so every time I see him He's stressing, talking about niggas, don't fuck with him. This shit is depressing, and I know He's so bitter, he can't see his own blessings Goddamn nigga, you too blind to see You got fans nigga, and a platform To make a classic rap song to change A nigga's life, but you too anxious living life Always worry about the critics who ain't never Fucking did it, I write what's in my heart Don't give a fuck who fucking with it, but in a Sense I can relate, the need to be Rape turns into an obsession and keeps a nigga up late, writing words. Hoping people observe the dedication that stirs in you constantly. But intentions get blurred. Do I do it for the love of the music or is there more to me? Do I want these niggas to worship me? False prophets. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this, be like this. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this. False prophets. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this be like this. Somebody should have told me it would be like this. Yeah, false prophets. These rappers insecure. They talk about being a man so much. I finally understand that They ain't even sure. About who they are and why they do this Guess I'm included in that category As a nigga who done had the glory My highest moments come from telling all the saddest stories I've seen in my life I be fiendin' the right songs That raise the hair on my arms My lowest moments came from trying too hard To impress some niggas that couldn't care for mom Therefore from here on out My hair grow out, I care nothing bout Opinions, I wanna give hope Like the fountains you throw pennies in Hit the store, take your diss, make your wish This is dedicated to the ones That listen to me on some faithful shit I'm on some thankful shit, but the real god is a you, not the music you in. I hear my old shit and know I can tap it. False prophets. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this, be like this. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this. False prophets. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this. Be like this. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. False prophets.